You are Locked On 76ers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. I have my man, Bob Cooney, here today. What's up, Bob? Keith, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. <laughs> Say me stop. Hey, Bob, you know, we, a uh, couple, I want to say like an hour ago, we watched um, the Sixers, I believe it was their fourth pre-draft workout. And I must say to you, uh, there was one guy there, uh, Dylan Brooks out of Oregon, who really stood out tonight. I mean, this this morning. I mean, of all the workouts that we've seen, I have to say that he was the most impressive of the four workouts that they had thus far. Yeah, I was impressed with his shooting. Um, not only open shots, but to get himself open. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty good at creating space. He has good size. He's like 6'6", six, six, like 200 pounds or 220 maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a solid, solid kid. Um, he was impressive. The thing in college about him was that he was real ball dominant, and that's how he needed to score and all. Mm-hmm. So in the NBA, you think they, they're looking for a guy that can just catch and shoot or, or one or two dribbles and create space and shoot. And he kind of showed that here today, and uh, yeah, I, I thought he looked really good. I, I um, it's definitely a guy he's pre- uh, projected to be a second rounder somewhere, probably a mid second rounder. Um, you know, the, I'm sure he caught the eyes of the Sixers today. Exactly, and, and and the thing is, we have to as good as he looked, we have to put it in perspective. You know that the fact that you know he's projected to be a mid second rounder. You know, Josh Hart from Villanova is projected to be a second rounder. He mm-hmm. could creep up in the late first round. But, you know, if we're looking at him to be a guy who can come off the bench and score points. Right. And play in their system. He's not going to be a superstar if he comes to the Sixers, but he can fulfill a role off the bench. Yeah, and, and um, talking with Jay Wright, who was, uh, who was at the workouts today, I talked to him afterwards, and he made a good point. He says, you know, these coaches – it's not necessarily you're watching a guy come in and, and, you know, if he makes 15 straight shots, you're saying, oh, look at that. It's release point. It's how they handle things. It's how they come off of pick and rolls. It's offensively and defensively. It's like intangibles. They know all the skills that these kids have. But when you get an opportunity to see them play three on three, which is all you're getting to do here, it's it's just the little things. It's the intangibles that they're really looking at. And, mm-hmm. um and like I said, with Brooks today, the way he separated and was able to get his shot off, mm-hmm. um, little thing, his physicality, little things like that, I, I think it's definitely an eye-opener when you see him in person. Now, you're doing a story um, that, that's going to go up in Philly.com. Well, actually, the, the, the first version of it is already up there, and it's going to run in the paper tomorrow. And then the second version will be in Philly.com in a couple hours about um, Josh Hart, like you just, you know, can you just talk about, you know, how you thought he did today, and then how you think he'll do moving forward? Yeah, he's um, he didn't have a good workout today. He he kind of looked heavy legged. Um, his shot wasn't falling at all. Um, but again, that's kind of to be expected. What what did he say? This was like his tenth workout, and he's got like three or four more to go. And yeah. you know, so these guys are dog tired. They're traveling all over the country. Um, but but he is that typical intangible guy you know like like Jay Wright was saying he doesn't do anything that stands out to you uh, as far as NBA level but he does everything well and Jay was saying you know in the NBA if you need him to score he can score he can defend he can rebound um 
he he carries that label I think of winner on him. Like when a game's coming late and they need a team needs something, he can do it. Whether it be rebounding, scoring, passing, uh, I just think he possesses all the intangibles that a coach is looking for from a late first rounder or early second rounder. So. You know, I see him going to a team. His shot, he says he's changed it a little bit. Um, the good thing is when you get drafted by an NBA team, that's all you have is time. It's not like college where you have to go to class. So he has plenty of time to work on a shot and keep improving it. I, I think he's going to have a solid NBA career, and, and he'll be around for a while. I don't think he'll ever be a superstar in the league, but he'll make some money and be around for a while. I'm not going to ask you to play general manager and say, this team should get him. And, and again, you know, this is just – your opinion, but the way, the type of player that he is, is there like a certain team or several teams out there that would be a good fit for him? I, you know, if he goes to a team, say, uh, San Antonio, Mm -hmm. something like that, a team that's established, a team where he won't have to have to be relied on to, you know, do things um, that'll, that'll, uh, help the team immediately where he has time to grow, become a better shooter, whatever it may be. I think that's where, where he'll he'll wind up best. So mm-hmm. where is that? That's a late first-round team. That's a good, good team. You know, if you talk about like a Sixers, now he's competing for playing time right away, and, and you know, it, that would make it a little tougher. For him, I think it's if he goes to a really good team, gets to practice, gets to improve, gets to learn the game, He's going to help that team down the road. And we see San Antonio, we see the good teams have those guys coming in and, and, and playing well. So I, I'm hoping that's the type of team that he gets selected by. Yeah, and, and it was kind of like today was like a Villanova reunion. <laughs> I mean, you have, you know, you have Billy Lang on staff. Right. Um, you know, Jay Wright was in the building. Um, you have Dylan Ennis, who used to play at Nova and transferred right. to Oregon. And then you had Daryl Reynolds. I mean, it was like... Man, are, are are we on the main line or are we in Camden? <laughs> I know. How about that, right? You know? Yeah, so um, it, 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 you would think that that makes it a lot more comfortable. You know, especially uh, like a Daryl Reynolds just drives down and comes here. And, and uh, so that should make it a little bit more comfortable for Josh Hart. But, um, yeah, he, he did struggle today, no doubt about it. But like I said earlier, and, and Jay Wright pointed out to me, the good thing is these guys know all about him. Brian Colangelo knows about him. Yeah. Um, Brett's probably seen him play in college a few times, yeah. you know, because he likes to go to games. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know that that today hurt him at all, yeah. even though he didn't he didn't play his best. And we can talk about a guy like a Daryl Reynolds, you know, a guy who this was his only, you know, NBA workout as of to date. But you know, I I guess you know the the goal for him is to make money. He may not make money in on an NBA fran with an NBA franchise, but there's still going to be some options for him to play overseas. Yeah, yeah, there's always options and and guys with that pedigree and um they can make long long good careers over overseas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, TJ DeLeo is a prime example. Kid that played for yeah, Temple. Yeah. He's he's having a marvelous career yeah. overseas and a lot of people probably didn't foresee that. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of those guys um they're going to have futures professionally. It just might not be in the NBA. All right. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for for joining uh, me today on the podcast. And, and you guys better, you know, make sure you check back tomorrow because we're going to, you know, talk about Malik Monk's workout. 
Um, there's, you know, a lot of anticipation. He's the, the first guy who the Sixers could possibly take with the third pick if, 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 and they could possibly, you know, trade down. They have a lot of options, but he's a target for their first-round draft pick. So, you know, Bob and I are going to have a lot of um, great information to give you guys tomorrow. I want to thank you for listening today um, to Locked on Sixers. And, again, make sure you tune in tomorrow uh, for what we have to say about Malik Monk. Peace. You are locked on 76ers. Peace. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best selling LED light bulbs. Our four pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.